Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, a presentation of Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades, culminated his ministry with a 21-year book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called Life Study. This Life Study is the basis for our program today and includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's program. What kind of person is the most spiritual? Or let's say, what kind of person really expresses Christ? Well, maybe you would answer a minister or a priest or perhaps even a monk, someone that has gone off to live in simplicity and solitude in order to manage a Christ-like living. Well, the Bible gives no such encouragement if our hearts desire to express him in our human life. Quite the contrary. To express Christ in human life, according to Colossians, takes husbands and wives and children. Well, just how can this be, that we would be those that actually express Christ in our ordinary daily lives? We'll look at that today, and Dick Taylor has joined us for a a marvelous program from Colossians chapter 3. Dick, welcome back to the broadcast. Thanks very much, Chris. Dick, as we get into this more deeply, I think it'd be good if we stepped back for a minute and took a look again at the most crucial point in this book of Colossians, and that is the new man that we saw revealed in chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, because it reveals something so basic regarding the oneness that we have with Christ. Yeah, the new man shows us that Christ is everything to us and everything in God's economy. It seems that Paul is really trying to impress the believers in Colossae that Christ is everything in God's economy, beginning with the fact that Christ is our marvelous, all-inclusive, delicious, enjoyable portion, and consummating with Christ being the constituent of the new man, meaning he wants to be everything to us. We have Christ through regeneration. Our regeneration should issue in us being filled with Christ, saturated with Christ, soaked with Christ, permeated with Christ, absolutely one with Christ. The only one who can express God in such a way as we'll hear on this program today in their human living is somebody who is in union with Christ, who is everything. So Paul's impressing us that Christ is everything in God's economy, and what we need is to be filled with him, saturated, permeated, soaked, and in absolute oneness with him so that In this oneness, there's one life with one living. God is properly expressed in the human life. That's the one new man, isn't it, Dick? That's the one new man. This phrase, uh, we spent a lot of time on it. We have uh, a couple of more programs where we're going to get into it again. But it's such a a marvelous picture, and it's so far beyond our natural concept. I think formerly, as we've discussed before, we hear this phrase and we think, oh, that's the new nature or our new self, or our new behavior. But this is uh, way short of the mark of God's economy that has been revealed in this passage, isn't it, Dick? It surely is. This is a corporate people who have had Christ constituted into their being to the point where he becomes us. He and we are absolutely one. Thus, he's able to be expressed in and through our human living in such an adequate and proper way. Well, we mentioned at the beginning, uh, Dick, that God needs 
husbands and wives and children for his expression. Actually, that comes from these verses we're going to look at today in chapter 3. Verse 18 says, Wives, be subject to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing in the Lord. Fathers, do not vex your children that they may not be disheartened. And slaves, obey in all things those who are your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men-pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work from the soul as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as recompense. You serve the Lord Christ, for he who does unrighteously will receive what he unrighteously did, and there is no respect of persons. Masters, grant to your slaves that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Altogether, Dick, all categories of people, yet all incorporated into this marvelous expression of Christ that Paul calls the one new man. Amen. Let's go to Witness Lee. We have come to the uh, last portion of this book. This portion of the word is a continuation of all the foregoing chapters. At the end of the revelation of Christ, Paul indicated strongly that today Christ is just the new man. As Christ is the new man, Christ and we are just one. This is the basic and most crucial point in this book. We were created for Christ, we were regenerated for Christ, we must be impressed with Christ, even filled with Christ, saturated, permeated with Christ, Christ eventually just becomes us. Now, it is so easy for us to put on all the divine virtues, and we just have Christ's peace as the arbitrator within us. And we have Christ's words filling us up, dwelling in us richly. To live Christ out, you must be a person from chapter 1 of Colossians to chapter 3, 17 of this book. You must pass through these two and a half chapters. Then Christ and you are one. And you have Christ's peace. And you have Christ's word. Then what? Then you will just live a life expressing Christ. And your life will be just Christ's expression in the human life, not in the angelic life. Many monks, both in Buddhist, Hinduism, and in Catholic Church, they are disgusted with the human life. They saw the sufferings of their parents. And they saw the real situation of the father. And they saw the real condition of the mother. They just got disgusted. They don't like to be any longer a husband, a father, or a wife, or a mother. They just like to be single. Like the angels. No marriage. But I have to tell you, the angelic life cannot express Christ. Christ is expressed in the husband. Christ is expressed in the wife. Christ is expressed in the children. Christ is expressed in the uh, parents. 
Christ is expressed in slaves or in the freemen, the masters. To express Christ, you need such a human life. Christ is expressed in the human life. Dick, everybody today is uh, interested in angels, it seems. I would think most of us have the concept that angels are very much expressing God. But we just heard that, uh, no, it takes husbands and wives and parents and children, even masters and slaves, to express Christ and not the angels. How about that? That is wonderful. I was just thinking, Chris, uh, the written message of this uh, Life Study message has a sentence that I'd like to read says this, in Colossians, the emphasis is that we should hold Christ as our head and take him as our life by having his rich word dwelling in us, that the highest ethical relationships, that is these relationships that we've been speaking of, husband, wife, children, slave, master, etc., issuing not from our natural life, but from Christ as our life, may be realized for his expression. I really appreciate, don't you, Chris, as our brother mentioned, according to the word, the angels are not destined to express God, but man is destined. God predestinated us, foreknew us, and created us that we would express him. The angels cannot express God. So it's a real privilege and a real joy to hear these words from Colossians showing us that God's expression is found in living as a proper husband, a proper wife, with a proper relationship with the children, and even the relationship between slave and master or employer and employee. Mm -hmm. All of these human relationships are needed for God's expression because God never intended to express himself through the angels, but altogether in and through humanity. So it's wrong for us just to run away from this. We must be those who learn to experience Christ right in our human relationships. I'm so grateful to be married for nearly 37 years, for the children I have, the grandchildren I have, the other relatives and people that I'm involved with. And when you see this kind of word, when you hear this kind of word, you are grateful for every relationship you have because God is working on his economy. And that is to gain an expression of himself, not through angels, but in and through human beings that are living a typical human life on this earth in such a relationship as is described in these verses. Hmm. Dick, you talked about the title of this message a moment ago, The Living of the Saints in Union with Christ, Expressing Christ. And this message actually gives us five kind of basic points related to the living that brings about such an expression of Christ. We're going to look at those in the upcoming sections, beginning with a particular point that is in chapter 4, verse 2. Persevere in prayer, watching in it with thanksgiving, praying at the same time for us also that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ. Dick, this matter of praying and persevering in prayer is very key to the kind of living that expresses Christ. In this message, there is a basic and crucial point I must stress and overstress. What it is? This is to persevere in prayer. How could you express Christ in your human life? How could you reserve so much grace which you have received? 
only prayer can reserve and preserve all the grace you have received. Only prayer can make the grace you have received so prevailing, so living. Christian life is a grace-receiving life. But this grace-receiving life needs a praying life to sustain it, to preserve the grace received. You must pray. You must pray. So Paul here used the word persevere. Not only just continue, but what? Strive to continue. Why? The whole universe, the whole environment of your living is contrary to prayer. And your prayer is going up. You see? Up the stream. But the whole environment of your living is down the stream. It's a concurrent. It's kind of tied. T-I-D. Down the stream. Without prayer, you'll be down the stream. Only prayer can keep you up the stream. I just beg you to pick up one exercise. That is every day you have to pray a number of times. Not just one, two or three times. A number of times you must learn to pray. Persevere in prayer. This can prayer preserves you in the grace. Preserve the grace for you. Persevere in prayer. And then Paul says, watch therein. Watch in it. Watch in what? Watch in prayer. Dick, I appreciated his analogy of being carried downstream by normal human life. But to resist the current, to resist the tide of the age, there's only one way, and that is by this persevering prayer. For us to have such an ongoing, habitual kind of prayer, Dick, means that prayer cannot just be a formal thing. What kind of prayer life is he describing here? That's a very good question, Chris. The kind of prayer that he's describing here and is really brought out is a prayer that's continuous. You could say it's a prayer that's very much like breathing. So this persevering in prayer surely refers to something constant and continuous, like breathing. And like he mentioned, persevere means strive to continue because the entire environment that we live in is contrary to prayer. It's very easy to go downstream. I like the fact very much that there's only one way to express Christ in our human living, and that's by maintaining a kind of prayer life. So like our brother mentioned, even we should try, set up several times a day. But the whole point is that we would have a habit of contacting the Lord, just like we have a habit of breathing the air. We would be one with him. This allows us to live in union with Christ so we could express him in our human life. Then secondly, we are able to maintain, sustain, preserve, and reserve the grace that he's given to us. I like what he said, the Christian life is a grace-receiving life. That means the Christian life is a Christ-enjoying life. But if we don't exercise in a habitual way to keep coming to the Lord and opening to him, and I like this word opening, praying in this kind of way means we're just continually giving him the opening. 
so that he could fill us with himself as the fresh air. That way, we are people who are able by the divine life to express him in our humanity, in our human living. So even you may hear this word and say, wow, persevere in prayer. I don't know how to do this. I don't know if I've ever done this. But at least you can even talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I don't know how to persevere in prayer, but oh Lord, I open my being to you. Train me, teach me. The whole point is that we would become vessels that are open to him so that he could always infuse us with himself as the fresh living one, and this enables us to express him in our human life. So this persevering in prayer is a kind of constant matter, a kind of breathing matter, and it's not just you know, some kind of big prayer time all the time, but it's like breathing. We're just in union with this marvelous Christ who today is the life-giving spirit and the constituent of the new man. May the Lord, through this word, really bring us to himself in a fresh way to keep our being open to him, especially by calling on his name and opening to him about anything so that he could be the freshness, the livingness, and everything to us so we could express him in our human life and we also would not have the grace within us. That's the enjoyment leak away. This is really dangerous. So I appreciate that persevering in prayer is for God's expression in our humanity and through our humanity and also to preserve us in the grace. We really need the Lord as our enjoyment in order to express him in all these human relationships. The joy of the Lord, it says, is our strength. Our strength to do what? To express him. And this is God's desire, is that we would express him in our human life. May we be those who practice to persevere in prayer, that is continually opening our being to him, even telling him many times a day, oh, Lord Jesus, I love you, and I like to have my being wholly open to you. The Lord will honor this by filling you with himself as the freshness, that we might be able to live him and that we might be able to sustain, maintain, and preserve himself as our grace and our enjoyment. Dick, the next couple of verses give us a, a couple more of these practical points on a living that expresses Christ. Verse 5 says, Walk in wisdom toward those who are without, redeeming the time, and let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Let's go back to Witness Lee for our final word today. To walk in wisdom, redeeming your time, or catching your opportunity. Walk in wisdom, grasping every opportunity. Grasping every opportunity is to redeem your time. So, these three things, persevere in prayer, watch in it, and walk in wisdom. This is the best way to redeem our time. There's another little portion that is your word out of your mouth must be full of grace. Always you must have some sweet word. Not political, but honestly. But actually speaking, grace here just means Christ expressed through our mouths. Our word out of our mouths must be full of grace, must be full of Christ. It must be the expression, the utterance of Christ. This is 
a lesson that we have to pick up to pray, to watch, to exercise your wisdom. That means to walk in wisdom and to redeem your time and then to have your word salted with grace. These five things, it is for sure, a proper Christian life must be a time-redeeming life. You have to realize on this whole earth, everybody today is what? Is losing their time. Is missing their opportunity. But we Christians should live a life that is a time-redeeming life. A life that grasps every opportunity. And such a life must be a life filled with Christ, saturated with Christ, one with Christ, having Christ's peace as an arbitrator in him, and filled up with Christ's words. If you are such a person, no doubt, your life is a time-redeeming life. You would redeem every minute. You will grasp every opportunity. Then, no doubt, your word would never make trouble. Would never cause trouble. Because you have been dealt with by the Lord so thoroughly. And you have learned so much lesson. Then, whatever you utter out of your mouth will be just the word of grace. Seasoned with salt. Making all the situation around you so agreeable and stirring up the proper taste. Dick, all of these five points are quite wonderful. Our time is short, so I would like to kind of focus on this matter of redeeming the time for a bit and then any other feeling that you have that you'd like to bring up. But this is really Satan's strategy, isn't it, against mankind to dominate and usurp his time. That's really true, Chris. So that's why we need to persevere in prayer, and we need to watch that Satan doesn't steal. Even in this matter, he'd like to waste our time. We need to use our time to pray, to contact the Lord, to keep our being open to him. And then to walk in wisdom, I like this, because it means taking advantage of every opportunity to minister Christ as life to others. You know, we get calls all the time from people that want to sell us things. Yeah. We even waste our time trying to give them an answer and trying to hang up. Lately, I've not been wasting my time. When they call me, I start speaking the gospel to them. So you know what? The most wonderful person in the entire universe is Jesus Christ. Have you ever called on his name? How about we call on him right now? Let's say, oh, Lord Jesus, I love you. And sometimes they're willing. And some say, wow, you're right. I believe in him. Ends up in a good conversation. You don't waste your time. You come off of that phone call. Rather than frustrated, you've come out filled up with Christ because you've been redeeming the time. Satan is always wanting us to waste our time. The Christian life is a time-redeeming life. So we want to be those who are always redeeming our time, beginning by persevering in prayer, watching so that we don't have that time stolen, that breathing time. We don't lose our union with the Lord. And then we walk in wisdom in our relationship with others, husband, wife, children, employer, employee, whoever. We walk in wisdom, always ready. If we live a life of prayer, breathing the Lord, we're watching and we're walking in wisdom, then what happens? Christ can go out of us at any time. 
and the time is really redeemed. So to redeem the time means time is used for God's economy. Time is used for Christ to flow out of us into other human beings so that God can have the new man. Hmm. Dick, I wish we could redeem a bit more time today, but we're only allotted a certain number of minutes, and once they're gone, all of the unsaid things have to remain unsaid, at least for today. So we'll have to have you back to uh, continue on. I think we touched a a burden that kind of sprung out of you here in the last portion of our program today. Come back very soon. I'd like to, Chris. And keep redeeming the time. Thank you, I will. And keep persevering in prayer. Praise the Lord, you too. And keep expressing Christ. Amen. We leave you with our toll-free number and an invitation for you to contact us. It's 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Our mailing address, Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. And our email address is radio at lsm.org. For Dick Taylor today, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening. Are you enjoying this program online or on a smartphone right now? Did you know there's much more from Living Stream Ministry that you can carry with you? Go to lsm.org ePublications to discover all that we have available for your tablet, e-reader, or smartphone. We support Kindle, Nook, iSilo, and ePub formats, which means you can read this ministry on any PC, Mac, Android, Palm, Blackberry, Sony, or Linux device. Everything from the recovery version of the Bible to the complete life study messages and a vast array of other titles by Witness Lee and Watchman Nee are now just a touch away. The Word of God is rich and weighty, but now you can take it with you wherever you go. Again, the website, lsm.org slash ePublications. Thanks for listening today.